Beef and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Al and there's Danielle and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and turkey time everybody have turkey that wasn't a hit for me but i released it anyway welcome to tights and fights <laughs> the thankful podcast that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves i'm hal lublin joined today on this special socially distanced thanksgiving special by my fellow members of the nation of conversation danielle radford hello and Lindsay kelk hello and we're also joined by our special guest though so thankful to have james derb is the word durbin Welcome back, James. Oh, like Always it. good to have you. A willa derb 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 derb's a word. A willa derb 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 ends a word. Have you heard about the word? Everybody knows that the derb is a word. A willa derb 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 derb. I'm so thankful to be back. Thank you guys for having me. It's always a blessing. And I can actually see you guys for the first time. For the first time in forever. Oh, oh you've just been promoted to regular. There we go. Yeah, like, welcome. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Congratulations. I know all the other songs from Frozen and Frozen 2, so it's okay. I'm, I rewatched Frozen 2 a couple of days ago, and I got to tell you, it was a good time. I think it's superior. Me too. And it's really? a controversial really? opinion. I yes. think it's a better story. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a really good sequel. It definitely yeah. made me cry once or twice. Mm-hmm. But that first one is so magical. I feel like the first one got overplayed so much. Yeah. Yeah. My ha- my hands extending yeah. out of the frame. <laughs> it was overplayed so much, and was we were so saturated in it that that makes like oh well, this is not the original Frozen, and the fact that it wasn't as popular makes it a little bit like oh I can yeah. just enjoy. Yeah. This. I just feel like Frozen is also overwhelmed by Let It Go. Frozen mm-hmm. is overshadowed yeah. by Let It Go. Whereas Frozen 2 is just a whole wonderful thing. I just wish that, like, the only thing I didn't like about Frozen 2 was I needed fewer retellings of Frozen 1. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's, like, the only thing Mm. I didn't like. Um, We definitely saw it. Yeah, we (laughs) We definitely definitely saw it. it. (laughs) But the Peter Cetera-looking video is, like, the best thing that ever happened to me. It's so incredibly good. Yeah. Uh, do we have to talk about wrestling now yeah Yeah, let's talk about it james (laughs) how are you how's it going how how has this year been for you this year's been really really good actually oh good this year's been very uh very successful i've been working a lot doing uh a lot of voiceover work which is a dream come true it's something i've always wanted to do in addition to music i signed a record deal back in december and so i wrote and recorded my album i wrote every song 100 percent, every riff every lyric every melody awesome and the first single kings before you featuring phil demel and chris jericho just came out yesterday hey so i'm very excited hey congratulations that's amazing thank you you. it's really fun and exciting the also fun thing that i have to share with you guys is last time that i was on the show which was back in january Mm It was myself, Julian, and Lindsay. Lindsay leading and hosting the show we were talking about, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. And I don't have much uh, knowledge or history of uh, New Japan, and so that was a big new different thing for me. I was doing a lot of research, uh, and especially about uh, Jushin Thunder Liger as he was retiring. And so I looked into it and kind of was looking like, okay, does did Liger ever have an alter ego? Did he ever go bad? And he did, and his alter ego was Kieran Liger. 
And during that, he would unmask and he'd have his face painted gnarly and he'd bring out this like giant metal stake and try to drive it through the heart of his opponent. But I found this article that was talking about the legacy of Kieran Liger and the article was called The Beast Awakens. Well, um, the audio session, the recording session that I had opened to record it, I never actually ended up hitting record um, because Julian said that my audio was fine. So I had that session open. I was inspired from the talk of New Japan. I was inspired by this article and I wrote my album's title track right after that conversation sitting right here at my desk in my studio yeah that's so cool that's the coolest thing yeah so thank you thank you tights and fights yeah jushin thunder liger i'm sure will be on the phone immediately (laughs) Uh, probably asking for money call him up yeah congratulations we don't say jushin anytime in the song as long as 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 karen doesn't come after you that's 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 the real real kieran or karen i definitely don't want karen you don't want karen coming after me yeah they'll be putting a stake through your heart while they film you on their iphone i have rice the healiest heel tag team of 2020. So, so over this time, you've obviously been really busy. You're married. You have kids, but also there's time now because we're not really going places. Have you watched more wrestling? Have you gone deeper into New Japan? How are you keeping up with what's going on? What are you watching? I've watched significantly less wrestling. Mm. Um, a lot less wrestling. Uh, I, I tend to watch the uh, the YouTube highlights. There's this dirt sheet, as they call it in the business, mm-hmm. kayfabe. Uh, there's this dirt sheet uh, called Gerwick. And when I was like 14, I discovered the Gerwick hotline, Gerwick.net. And that's since I was 14, that's been the one that I go to and, and read the, you know, the results and everything. But they used to have a hotline that you could call into and listen to their show. It was much like a podcast, but oh. you'd sit on the phone and listen to it. And he had a co-host and and everything. And then like one day his co-host died in a car accident and everyone's crying and everyone's calling in. Like it's this crazy thing that I'm like attached to over all these years. It's it's such a trip, even though it's like the underdog of dirt sheets. There used to be a service. It's not not quite the same. It was called Tell Me. You would call like 1-800-TELL-ME. And it would take you through a bunch of voice prompts. It'd be like, which sport are you interested in? And you'd say football. They'd be like, the Denver Broncos beat the Los Angeles Rams 30 to 24. But you could get wrestling. Like, uh, tell me what like what happened on Raw. And then you'd hear like, then the Undertaker showed up and drilled him with a suplex. Like the weirdest <laughs> collection. JBL. Yeah. Hit Eddie Guerrero with his cowboy hat. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then he nailed him with a headlock. Um, so what are, have there been things that you've read sometimes for me like I'll if I'm catching up on stuff I'll I'll go to a dirt sheet or some summary and then that will inform what I want to go back and watch it, has there been a particular storyline or a particular show that you've made some time for after reading about it or sort of uh, some highlights so far of the year for you in wrestling I've definitely, I've definitely been more uh, watching AEW. Mm-hmm. I like it and I hate it at the same time. Is like the underdog kind of feel to it. It has an independent wrestling show feel to it, right. where not everything is together and not everything is figured out. But then that also makes for, oh, you don't know, you might get something more special out of it. I feel like it's more of like um, Conan's show in like the nineties. Mm-hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. where there's like sketches and there's there's the bits, there's the content, but then there's these just these random sketches. I love the Vegas stuff from from this week. Um, of course, the the dinner theater uh, with uh, Jericho and MJF, and I'm I'm just I'm excited for more of that, and and happy that uh, Drew McIntyre got his uh, got his title back yes. via his oh, kilt so and Vince's sword. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Jericho MJF stuff has been note perfect. It's one of those things where you look at it and say, if you took either one of them out of it or or both of the, you can't do it without with anybody but the two of them. And I think that mm. it would yeah. fall flat and it wouldn't be as good. Like nobody else can pull that off. And I think that that's a sign of a really well-executed angle when it's just, it's these two people. It's not necessarily plug and play where you take Wrestler X and Wrestler Y and throw them in it's the same thing. Yeah, that chemistry is so good. I and mean, you feel like, you just feel like they really trust each other. I mean, in a wrestling sense, but also in a performer sense. You hear that from people that are like, oh, I just really trusted him to get it right for me. And it just feels like they, they really do just allow each other to bounce around and do whatever they need to do to make it work. Um, and I am so excited about the matches that will inevitably follow yeah. this <laughs> these shenanigans because it's, it's a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the shenanigans while they last. I feel like those two, MJF and, and Jericho, are cut from the same cloth. And I feel like this is stuff that we could have gotten if we had ever gotten like a, a program between uh, Chris and The Miz. Mm, yeah. You know, if, if that was something to be able to happen, I feel like those two would be worthy of this sort of thing. But I think uh, yeah. MJF's commitment to his persona mm-hmm. is, that's that's where the, that's where the gold is. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a throwback for as young as he is. What is he, like 24, 25, so, something so like young, that? Yeah. yeah. But he's such a throwback. Like he fits he's in this era shithead. very well, but you could put him in the you could put him in the the two thousands, nineties, eighties, and seventies, and he would fit mm-hmm. just as well. Like it's such a prototype heel, and he plays mm-hmm. it like you said his 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 commitment to it is is incredible. I just he blows me away, and I I didn't hear yeah. about him until AEW. So that's as somebody who yeah, who here. came into it not really as familiar with most of the people. He was the one that I saw. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, my radar just perked up. That kid is special, and I want to follow him for a long time. I do feel like if you ran into him at a Cracker Barrel, he would just 100% stay in character. Yes. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. He's that much of a throwback. You know, <laughs> like, I bet he just never breaks, ever. Yes. Oh, he'd, he'd walk away with your apple butter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be a bad day. And no one takes my apple yeah. butter. <laughs> no, no one. No one takes my apple no one. butter. <laughs> Guys, it's Thanksgiving week by the time people are listening to this. So let's all go around the table. And say what we're thankful for from the world of wrestling. Because that is everybody's favorite part of every Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> yeah, it's the part where my Oma says, this is the part about wrestling that I am the most excited for. <laughs> you can sound like my Oma just if you decide you never want to move your, two, your, your teeth from on top of each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Danielle, what are, you, what are you thankful for in wrestling? In wrestling, I am so grateful that Sasha Banks got to meet Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, not just that she was on the show. I mean, very specifically that Sasha Banks and Baby Yoda are are dudes now. They're friends, they're buds, they're pals. Um, that's I'm I'm very grateful that that happened. Um, I'm also uh, uh, just to get a little corny. I'm very grateful for all the people who still are like working because uh, stuff's real hard right now. Um, you know, criticize the company all you want, but it's always about the workers for me. So uh, grateful for everybody who is still able to work. Hopeful that everybody who was not able to has been able to find alternate revenue streams. Lindsay? Uh, I'm grateful 
that I live 10 minutes from Disney and know for a fact they've got a room full of baby Yodas in there. And at any time anyone wants to Ocean's Eleven into that room with me, it will be the last thing I do. All right, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to be in the baby Yoda room. I just want to get in the I'll baby right Yoda room. Um, honestly, like I know they're there. You know they've got more than one. Oh, um, sorry, wrestling. Um, I am, I'm like Danielle, grateful for everyone that is working safely uh, and putting themselves at risk to entertain us in such a wonderful way. Um, in particular, I do, I, I feel like I give these people a shout out a lot, but it's the special day to be the most thankful. I am an American now, so I have to do this. <laughs> I have to do it earnestly and without sarcasm. Um, I'm really grateful for the women of NXT mm. who... I can dependably turn to every single week for A plus incredible work, incredible performances, great storytelling, just the best. I just think it's the best wrestling I can watch right now mm. is the women see consistently great pay-per-view quality matches every week. Every woman is good. Every woman is working at the top of her potential. Um, the women's war game match, I'm, I might cry. Like, I might mm. do a small cry. I am thankful for heel Candice mm. uh, in particular this year. Thank you for giving me heel Candice. Thank you for giving me Tony Storm. Thank you for giving me Ember Moon back. Um, I'm so grateful for the NXT women's division. And uh, every single week is one of the things I look forward to the most. Awesome. James, what are you thankful for in wrestling? Uh, I just have to repeat what uh danielle and Lindsay also said uh you took mine <laughs> but i think it's i, th- I think i think we can i think we can really all agree is that you know especially in a pandemic i i know that i'm thankful for like aside from wrestling even though that was the question i'm yeah. sorry no no but uh i'm i'm happy for everyone that's working everyone yeah. in this industry that is still able to find work and still able to do what they love and still able to find you know success in that um you know, in, in, uh, besides everything that's going on, you know, like, and then for wrestling, not only just the talent, the producers, the writers, Mm. whether the writing's good or not, you gotta, you know, be glad (laughs) that creative people are, you know, being paid to be creative. And that's just, it's very inspiring. And, uh, I hope they continue to, and, you know, it, it doesn't uh, stand in their way and it gets better. How this is your time to turn heel. <laughs> oh, it's my turn to turn. <laughs> fuck all of you. Fuck a turkey. Fuck stuffing. Fuck mashed potatoes. Because here's the deal. Um, That's great. No, Julian, you go ahead. What are you? What are you thankful for? My wife just walked by <laughs> and gave me such a look. She knew you were lying. <laughs> Yeah. No, I love turkey, sweetheart. I she love heard all you say fuck stuff. Yep, and she was like, that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, that's not, yeah that... that's your code for like when the pod people take you. That's your kidnap code. You're going to call us and say, hey, you guys, fuck stuffing. And we're like, oh my God, we got to go in and get out. <laughs> it's not okay. It's not okay. Assemble the troops now. <laughs> that's how you know. Uh, uh, I'm thankful for uh, two things. One, I'm thankful that Twitch exists and a lot of wrestlers are going to keep doing Twitch no matter what Mm -hmm. their uh, uh, billion dollar overlord tries to take away from them because I think uh, video games are one of the few ways that I've been able to stay connected with people I care about over all this time and it's also fun to just get connected with people that I only know uh, from my TV screen sometimes because it's nice to see them uh, getting not just a new revenue stream but also it's just any way to connect with people, even if it's just in the chat, I think should be celebrated right now. And 
I'm also thankful for the uh, WWE Thunderdome. I, I still think it's got a dumb name, and I was very uh, skeptical <laughs> when it was first announced, but I am really happy that it exists as a it's way cool. to um, hold a TV show with a little more life and a little more presence in it, and uh, it'll be a nice little, like, you know, these episodes and pay-per-views we get now will be a nice little time capsule, uh, like, 10 years from now, as we remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, wrestling happened in front of a bunch of TV screens at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I am thankful for something that we've asked for for years. And sometimes when you want something for a long time and it finally happens, it's a disappointment. Other times, it allows people who have maybe maligned a certain wrestler for being pushed too hard I hate you so to fucking see much. how great he is. is I'm great. talking, of course, about the heel run of Roman Reigns. Maybe the best oh. thing that's happened all year in a fantastic year of wrestling. It has been note perfect from the beginning all the way through now, and I can't wait to see what's next. I'm I'm thankful that even in a year which was so weird and so crappy in many ways that that, that has been a bright spot and just I love watching everybody work and get, I, I also love people getting to do the things that they love and get paid for it, especially the creative in the creative world and to watch them execute at a high level mm-hmm. means a lot to me. So I love to see it. Mm-hmm. A high shirtless level. At a high shirt. <laughs> take off that shirt and set yourself free, Roman. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got any wrestling thing that you're thankful for, go tell us about it. Let's share the positivity on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram via the links in our show notes. After this break, we're going to give the spotlight to the music of a promotion that we've always been grateful for. NXT, that's up next on Tights and Fights. Welcome back to Fireside Chat on KMAX. With me in studio to take your calls is the dopest duo on the West Coast, Oliver Wong and Morgan Rhodes. Go ahead, caller. Hey, uh, I'm looking for a music podcast that's insightful and thoughtful, but like also helps me discover artists and albums that I've never heard of. Yeah, man, sounds like you need to listen to Heat Rocks. Every week, myself and I'm Morgan Rhodes, and my co-host here, Oliver Wong, talk to influential guests about a canonical album that has changed their lives. Guests like Moby, Open Mike Eagle, talk about albums by Prince, Joni Mitchell, and so much more. Yo, what's that show called again? Heat Rocks, deep dives into hot records. Every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Hey friends, Jesse here, the founder of Maximum Fun, and I have some really great news to share with you. This year has brought a lot of changes for all of us. And one tradition that we were grateful to be able to hold on to is our annual pin sale to benefit charity. This year, through your generosity and love of pins, you helped raise $95,400 for Give Directly. If you're a member and you bought pins, they'll ship in January. In the meantime, your support will provide direct cash relief to families impacted by COVID-19 across the United States. Even in this incredibly tough year, the Max Fund community remains extraordinarily kind. And whether or not you bought pins, you can continue to help by heading to givedirectly.org. As always, thank you. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelt. And... 
James Durbin. Yes, you all got it right. Music is a huge part of wrestling. It's usually the first thing we associate with a show or an entrance that sticks with us forever. We like to take a special look at some of the best entrance music in a segment we call Ringtones. Hit the music! On this edition of Ringtones, we're talking all about NXT. Some of the brand's biggest songs from its original incarnation on sci-fi as a weird reality-slash-wrestling show hybrid (laughs) to its relaunch on the network to today. Let's start with the very first song from the very first episode of NXT, The Next Generation, starring everyone who would go on to form the Nexus. a little too Christian rock. <laughs> yeah. That's such so, a specific so that's, era of song. It, it's so yeah, specific. That's wild and young. Chuck, wait, uh, wait, play play that, play just the end of it again. <laughs> that I'll be like a DJ coming out of a record. <laughs> Go ahead. That's Wild and Young by American Bang here on WNXT. We got weather and traffic on the fives. But coming up next, Sasha Banks. Is she the boss? We're going to find out. Um, James, you're a musician. You're a songwriter. You're a singer. Don't don't put this on me. This is all on you. You, Listen, I got to go for half an hour. And then we'll shit on it. So don't Uh, worry. Like, don't. We won't make you you do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. I'm curious. Too late. uh, We don't. We can discuss the specific song in a moment, which does sound like praise music, Julian. You're right. Yeah, Uh, it's full on praise. Yeah. Uh, Praise Vince. (laughs) What is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. What is it in? <laughs> in either a wrestler's entrance music or the theme song for a show, what is it that 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 you enjoy that you look for and go, oh, this fits really well? What do you what are you looking for to sort of set that mood? Uh, something that matches with the each individual character, and that song mm-hmm. is not like a generalization of wrestling characters. <laughs> that song right. doesn't necessarily ever speak, uh, you know, striking fear into the heart of your opponent. <laughs> it's coming mm-hmm. down, some hand claps, you know, passing out Bibles, you know, communion and and the rest. It's very it's, friendly it's, road it's, trip. Uh, it's, yeah. Yes. It's, uh, it's, I feel uh, like it could have been the theme tune for a CW yeah, show yes, that yes. only got one season. Yes. Maybe. Yes, a college freshman. Right? Yeah. Hey, they got it yeah. on the cheap. Yeah. They're wild and young. <laughs> Um, and then maybe you would hear it in an Uber when you were like visiting some family in the Midwest and you're like, Oh, I remember that song. And then you would never think of it again. <laughs> I've got, I've got a couple songs like that, that, that of mine, <laughs> of mine. It, it's, it's not, it's not necessarily bad. I mean, it has a hook. Yeah. It has a hook. Yeah. But yeah. it's, 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 it's very vanilla. Before, mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't have an idea really of what that brand was going to be. So they just kind mm-hmm. of went like, okay, what song can we, you know, uh, sync kind of outright for real cheap? So I'm glad musicians and songwriters got paid. Hell yeah. I'm always glad whether I like the song or think it's shit. But, mm-hmm. you know, regardless, somebody got paid. And that's really all that matters. Cash that check. <laughs> Cash it. Yeah. Quick. Because yep. <laughs> chuck as many cliches into one pot. Stir but it you know up. what? Get Jim, cash. I don't. I don't know. Sorry to interrupt. I don't know. Like the point of when Jim Johnston stopped hmm. doing the music for WWE. So it's it's possible right. that he wrote it. We're gonna need to see some research oh, on that. He watched and an episode Amer- of the oh. OC. <laughs> 
He watched an episode of the MCU. He watched half an episode of Friday Night Lights, but only half. Yeah. And and then and we got this. Is American Bang his Archies? Oh God! <laughs> Where it's a like nobody knows it's him. Sorry, you were saying. Oh, I did a songwriting session with Jim. <gasps> no way. Back in like 2012, wow. and uh, wow. this was like right after Idol. I remember I went up to WWE headquarters. I went up to Stanford, took the train from from New York, and went up there. And oh gosh, it was it was so strange. And also, what's strange is the guys in CFOs were songwriters at the label that I was with at the time. And I saw them get literally get the like writing contract with WWE. And then these wow. guys just go from being like these on-hand producers. They did a couple things on my second album, Celebrate. And then they just, whoosh, they blew up. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, we're actually, we're going to get to CFOs in a second. Yeah. And you also brought up a good point, which is NXT... Their identity at the beginning was we are repackaged uh, Florida Championship Wrestling slash OVW. This is a developmental territory. So it's yeah. not, you know, it only exists to to showcase people who will be stars one day. Mm-hmm. But eventually they ditched the whole idea of a pro and rookie deal. And they relaunched as just a normal wrestling show in June of 2012. This is the NXT of Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, Big E, and more. And they used this theme song. It's Welcome Home by Coheed and Campbell. Oh, yeah. This actually sounds a lot like Matt Hardy's uh, last WWE music, the, the broken, woken character. That song definitely had a moment where it was just everywhere. Oh, that, uh, yeah. God, that's a good song. <laughs> I'm too, I love I'm too that. old and damaged to head bob, so I have to do it with my feet. <laughs> my, my head will snap right off of my twig neck. But <laughs> I have to do it with my feet. God, that's a good song. And what it just like, I don't know, just really defined um, like that new era and that it was going to be something that was new and not just like, you know, strictly developmental. Mm-hmm. I really like the song. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I like it as the theme for a wrestling mm-hmm. show because I I want I feel like the goal of the song to a certain extent should make me feel like I want to run up the side of a mountain. Mm-hmm. Like so I'm hyped <laughs> and pumped and like th- the thorn in your eye the song they used for for raw was so high. You want to sing that for the people really quick so just was... so they know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ball, it's a ball, it's a ball, it's a ball. I don't know any of the words. Um, but that's sort of what it sounded like. But that got you hyped up. To the point where it just was like it, the the energy and the pace of it was so much faster. This is a little bit uh, – this feels a little bit more deliberate, which is like from a songwriting – like I love the song. I, the fit for me is a little bit weird. It feels more like entrance music than mm. yeah. theme music to me, yeah. if that yes. makes sense. Like it's more specific than all-encompassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it would make a really great entrance theme for someone, but yeah, I agree. It's it's not the best, but then that's also because I know what's coming. That is the best. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's comparatively speaking, it's mm-hmm. better than the last thing. It's not as good as the next thing, but it's it's good. James, what do you think? Like, yeah, by by all means, it's not a bad song. It's a it's a great song, and and I don't think of Coheed and Cambria enough as I 
uh, think I maybe should because that's some good. It had some good like doom kind of metal, real basic chord structure, but just a lot mm-hmm. building. It's got those ha 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 that Gregorian like <laughs> breathing choir, yeah. you know, the yeah. Gregorian <laughs> choir that's uh, apparently out of breath. Ha 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 ha. They've been running. They've been running. They have well, to they've get been their making own all time. those calendars. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to Gregor. You don't know. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's uh, hard on well, the streets for a Gregorian. Um, <laughs> that's right. But yeah, I I, th- I, I agree. It's um, it definitely has more of a uh, entrance music feel, mm. like a Damien Priest or a Baron Corbin or somebody like that. It would that's, be such you know, a good Damien Priest. Yeah, it would. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, it would be good. Yeah. Well, after that, we come to February 2014, the launch of WWE Network <laughs> with. NXT TakeOver Arrival. This is NXT's big coming out party as fans were introduced to Sami Zayn, Adrian Neville, Bo Dallas, Paige, and The Ascension. And we got what has been sort of a, a the, the standard bearer, what becomes the standard bearer, which is the roar of the crowd by CFOs. <laughs> so good. It's still so good it's still it's so just good so good i can't it's wait so for an good. hour of the it's best wrestling so every week right now oh my god so good. yeah but you know actually one thing that would actually be kind of fun if they could just like you know the adam driver meme uh from uh, uh from that movie he was in with scarlett johansson marriage story uh, marriage yeah story. he's like pounding on the wall i kind of want to see somebody recreate that with this part where it's like and it's just like i i pay money <laughs> I will pay money for that because I love me some Adam Driver and I love me some The Roar of the Crowd. So someone, please, for the love of God, combine those two beautiful things. Maybe we'll send it to John Oliver. Maybe you'll get famous. Please do that for us. Please do that for us. But this is what I'm talking about. This song gets you hyped. In Philly, this is what makes us punch police horses. That and NFC Championship wins. You know, that knock does well, sound like the cops are coming, or the cops are here, so that's definitely yeah. a, uh, Ma'am, can you go ahead and open up your door for me? Uh, just whatever you do, don't step outside. I've seen SVU. Like, it's it's fine. It's just, don't do it. Oh, man. It's so good. It's so good. I'm, like, genuinely, I've drank a lot of coffee, but I am more... Uh, than I was two minutes ago just from hearing that song. I know what I'm getting. I know what the show is going to do. It's just, it's so good. It was in my workout so playlist. Much. I definitely had that mm. on my workout yeah. playlist. I love it. Yeah. it's. Uh, how's this one measuring up for you so far, James? Oh, this one this one kills. I mean, John Alicastro and, and, and Michael Laurie, I mean, those two dudes, not only are they great dudes and are they phenomenal at what they do, the fact that they're able to write such crafted hooks for song after song, entrance after entrance that are not only realized in their own right as a song, but realized for the characteristics of the person that is portraying and, you know, becoming that song. The song is becoming of them and they are becoming of the song. Like I think of like- um, Shinsuke. Shinsuke, oh my God. I, I think with Shin, they met with 
him and kind of went over this idea and the violin and all that. So, mm-hmm. and Bobby Roode and, yeah. and so many of these songs that just, they continue and they're, they're like these eternal, it has so much eternal movement. Like listen to Alistair Black's entrance music. It just doesn't end. It's on a loop, but it can loop. It doesn't matter that it's that it's on a loop. Um, yeah, yeah, it's great. They knocked it out of the park with this one. I think CFOs suffer from not being Jim Johnston, who, mm-hmm. like, the number of incredible, like, it just seems like he very rarely, if ever, missed. Like, yeah. Just the the iconic music mm-hmm. that we've been with for longer, but CFO dollar CFO dollar side as we call them. <laughs> So they had way more hits than misses. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm looking at the list of their songs. I'm looking right now, and it's it's insane. Like, they have, um, like we say, Nakamura. They've got AJ Styles. They've got Sasha Banks, uh, Bobby Roode, Alistair Black, Finn Balor's music, Kevin Owens' music. It's just like, it does not stop. Mm. It just goes on. Like, Samoa Joe's music, mm. Becky's music. Like, bom, bom, it's just, bom. it's all very, very, very good. Oh, man. So Samoa dry. Joe's music is so good. They're so Bailey's defining. Turn It yeah. Up, they did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carmella's fabulous. I mean, it's just all there, really, when you look at it. I don't see one in this list where I'm like, nah, that didn't work. Um, that just doesn't mm-hmm. exist. Yeah, and it's just like the songs are fun. Okay. It's not just that, like, they're obviously they're great and like they define the character, but they're also like, it, it's not just I'm cheering because here's a song I like and a guy I like. It's like, oh, I get to... Mm. I get to sing this song now. <laughs> like I get yeah. to really get yeah. into like this part so that by the time, again, all of them, they, they hype the characters up, they get in there. By the time they get in their ring, you're into it. But like, as soon as that song hits, by the time they're into the ring, you've already, you're already two minutes into the experience of this. It's also yeah. like less work for them to do because we are already having fun because we are singing that song or because whatever, like it's instant, 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 um, Instant pop, instant everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, they, all of those songs are on my workout playlist. <laughs> they they, they always moving, kind man. of, they, they knew like um, when people are hearing a wrestler's entrance music, they want to know who it is within the first few notes of like, yeah. like whenever you hear Sasha Banks, like whenever you hear, you know, it's her. That's probably their strength is like those, that first opening, like a refrain where they're always going to, you know, what's happening. And then they were always good at keeping the songs very simple. Like if you really like break and look at all yeah. of these songs and break them down, there's not really like a ton of really complicated things happening in it. But I think that they knew that's what it needs to be. Like nobody mm-hmm. cares that Steve Austin's song is just like the same for the entire thing, just played it like and changed up every once in a while. They just care about the first hooks and like getting into them, getting yeah, into the it's, moment. It's marketing. Yeah. Like the, your entrance music is your marketing. Mm-hmm. Your entrance music should tell me exactly who you are before you have even gotten to the ring. And the show music is the same thing. You, mm-hmm. I should know exactly what, what I'm buying with the next two hours of my time yeah. with this music. And mm-hmm. like, you know, great music makes you feel things. That's why we love music. It makes us feel things. These, this song makes me feel exactly what they want me to feel. Uh, so it is the most successful to me because it's doing its job and it's a good time. And uh, I will say this. I think we've said it. Their songs are so good that like 
they've carried wrestlers when the storylines weren't. Yeah. I, I mean, it's <laughs> yes. that that is just a true story because we love that song so much. Even if the storyline might not be working, even if we're not, it's like, oh, I didn't, they, they'll change someone's music. And it's like, oh, I don't think I cared about you at all. I think I just really liked that song. Yeah. Glorious. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I wasn't going to say. Robert still got a job. So, Robert, you know, that's right. He's still working. Good for you, Robert. Because Vince uh, likes speaking, that music. Speaking of Robert Rude. <laughs> Bobby well, we, Rude, Robert Rude, whatever you want to call him. Must we? <laughs> Robert Reno. Eventually, NXT would bid our friends at CFOs a fond farewell and bring on a new song in May of 2017. Stars of that time included Bobby Rude, Asuka, Ember Moon, Shinsuke, Alistair Black. This is Resistance by Powerflow on WNXT. Make it stop, Julian. <laughs> it's usually stopped by now. Are they saying ambulance it's usually resistance? Ah, <laughs> ambulance ah, resistance. Ah, <laughs> stop after the resistance or it's he's, too much. He's gonna puke. He's definitely vomiting. Oh my Woof. Oh. Where are we supposed to breathe? <laughs> no, no breathing. No breathing. Just three minutes of that and then vomiting. You get like, blown up it. on your way to the ring. Jeez. Just rock. No breathing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, All right. Next. That's a lot, what a it? fucking theme song. Fuck you, Dad. I mean, yeah. look. Congratulations on making a song. This yeah. is, there's nothing wrong with the song. You I made, don't like made it. Some money. I, it's, you know, we, we I took a step down. I don't hate it. I thought it was good for what it was. Well, I liked the way that it synced with the titles at the time. I liked the way that they repeat the resistance part at the end, and then they would show the champion when they would say resistance. And I'm like, oh, I like that. That's neat. But I would yeah. never, ever, ever, ever listen to it outside of it being the NXT theme tune. I thought it was very good. Get your heart racing possibly induce a panic attack yeah. uh the next two hours of your life are going to be very exciting balls the wall full throttle i'm like i'm already like just from listening to it for that long um worryingly my husband loves hardcore and this is his favorite which you wouldn't expect from a 49 year old man from south carolina but he loves it <laughs> give him his power trip and he's happy all day but it's too much for me it's too much for my gentle indie pop loving ears this is not taylor swift i can't Although I would pay to hear her cover it. I would. Um, it's a lot, though, isn't it? It's a lot. Cats would hate that song. <laughs> Too much for cats. Yeah, they could hear it through my headphones. <laughs> yeah. It's a dog song. It's not a cat song. Dogs would love that song. Dogs would go crazy and like chase their tails and like possibly tear up a couch. But cats would hate that song. Yeah. Too much. Sounds like a dog. <laughs> Too much. Well... Finally, let's talk about what we have today. Coinciding with Johnny Gargano, defeating Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. Mm. NXT oh, yeah. brought out this song in April 2019. It's mm. All Out Live by Slipknot. Julian, hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that video where they all sang along with this? 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do now. Oh. I'm James Stewart's Macarena to this. This actually sounds like bird is the word right there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that song needs a saxophone well, solo. All songs need a saxophone solo. Every single Hell one. Hell yeah. Doesn't Damien, doesn't Damien Priest look like the older Play, brother of the sexy the saxophone guy? <laughs> <laughs> the cow, yeah. I'm not a Slipknot gal. Um, aren't they older than me now? Like, and they're still shouting. It can't be good for his throat. It mm. can't be good for Corey's throat. Takes a lot um, of breaks. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't love this song. Um, it's like they took the last song, and then they made it worse somehow, and play it to me every week. And every week, I think. I wish we had the roar of the crowd on again. And then you never do. They never do it. See, um, this reminds me of high school because I was like a huge, like, huge metalhead in high school, um, which I know support. But I just like, I, I, in, in that way that I, like, I'm one of those people who genuinely listens to every kind of music. And so I was like super into metal. And so like this just really reminds me of like smoking underneath the steps in high school. And so it like it pumps me up because it has me looking for security. So, <laughs> James, what do you think? Um, that's what I think. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. There you go, James. Good work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wonder well that WWE loves getting into bed, mm. so to speak, with fans mm. to the detriment of the musical choices that they have made. Yeah. And I just mm-hmm. feel like Trips was like, Slipknot, they're cool. Uh, the kids love Slipknot. And it's like, <laughs> and they were the noises the rest of the table made because no one wanted to disagree with him. Um, and then they, And then they did it. And then they made us listen to it. That's what's happened. I'm almost always going to want custom made over going with like a group. Um, Because like you Mm. said, the song can be great, but like I am always 100% going to want it to be from someone who like makes wrestling themes for a living. Because they, like I said, they know what they know exactly what I want, and like it can be a great yeah. song, but that doesn't mean that it's a good fit for the wrestling for like what I want in my carnival music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, any final thoughts on NXT or its theme songs before we wrap up this edition of Ringtones? I'm just gonna start playing the roar of the crowd every week when it starts. I'm just gonna play it on my phone. I'm gonna mute it. And I'm gonna play it on my phone because playing that made and talking about it with you guys made me so happy. <laughs> made me. <laughs> So happy. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think Roar of the Crowd is the uh, is the is the winner of this uh, of this battle here, and and all the others must die, and we must go back <laughs> to what is best for business. That's right. You heard it here first. NXT, get on the ball. This decision's been made for you, not by you, folks. That does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. I want to end it with an edict for NXT. I want to make them do that. This week, your hosts were Daniel Radford and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Hal Lublin. Thank you so much, James, for coming back on. Tell us again about your album and anything else you want people to know about. Yeah, the band is Durbin. It's just my last name, Durbin, D-U-R-B-I-N. And you'll find it uh, everywhere you stream or download or listen. It's on YouTube. It's on uh, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, all those places. The song is called Kings Before You. 
Uh, if you like classic metal, it's it's classic metal. It's very Dio, uh, a little little bit of Priest, a little Priest. Try a little Priest. Uh, sorry, Sweeney Todd reference there for for the haters. And uh, <laughs> not on this podcast. <laughs> no, no, uh, they can hate. Um, yeah, check it out. Uh, the album comes out in February, February twelfth. The album is called "The Beast Awakens," which is the song I wrote after I was here last time. So Yay. excited to see what song I'll write today. Will it be the new session. theme tune for NXT? That's my question. Let's let's do that. Let's definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's your next natural uh, role at, at WWE. And plus, if you oh, want yeah. anybody listening to this when NXT comes on, just you know play the play the song on your phone or something, and then you know press play, sync it up, <laughs> and then just yeah, and then you, if you time it right, I'm sure it'll be perfect. I do that when I listen to this show when I'm when I'm uh, hanging out <laughs> doing some work. If you guys are talking, you're like, well, what do you think? Before you say Danielle, I pause it. And I'm like, well, you know, I think yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. You know, it's good. You know, maybe they could tighten this up here. Maybe they shouldn't go for as many headshots. You know, but I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll I'll inject myself into tights and fights all the time. Love you. Oh, Love I this podcast. Start. I've been listening since the very first episode. That's Haven't craziness. missed one, and uh, found it all by accident. Um, I think I told you guys before. Mike Eagle was on Getting Dug with High. And was talking about, oh, we just, my friends and I, we just started a podcast about wrestling. And I went and listened, and that was it. And here I am. So, third time on. So, here's yeah. to many more. Third timer. Three timers. Timers, Glove. Um, your card's in the mail. Yeah. Then. Now I'm going to start, I'm going to start calling out just in the middle of an episode when you're not here to go. <laughs> what do you think, James? Pause here. And I will answer. Perfect. Danielle. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for you, Hal. We tell everybody, I'd be very thankful if you'd tell everybody where they can go check out your work right now, where they can go to support you. Uh, yeah, no, just uh, still honest trailers. Go on in there and watch uh, watch us trail uh, the trailers. And yeah, find me on um, Danielle Radford at all of the stuff on Twitter, where I guess we're fleeting now. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm putting my selfies on it. Fuck it. Not enough of you follow me on Instagram and I would love to get them big girl panties sponsorships so that's the new new plan Um, but yeah so you guys can find me over on Twitter where I am doing Twitter things I have a bunch of projects coming up that hopefully I'll be able to announce soon yay things are happy good 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 stuff Lindsay yes uh, I'm thankful for you aww I wasn't even gonna let you start because I'm like if he doesn't say I'm gonna feel weird (laughs) too late aww thanks Halbert I'm thankful for you uh, and I'm thankful for the Christmas tree behind you. Oh, my God. Because the holiday season, and I am jolly. Um, yeah, I am, same as Danielle, I'm all over the social media, at Lindsay Kelk. Uh, come come find me, like that lady on the Match commercial. <laughs> come find me. Um, and I have books that you can read. Uh, they're in all the places where books are. Uh, so check those out, because I wrote them, and I'd love it if you did. Otherwise, it's just weird. Uh, so thank you. I am at Hal Lublin on all the social medias. Don't forget, December 10th, that's a Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. It is the Public Domain Winter Spectacular. It's going to be me and Mark and Paget Brewster solving all of your holiday quandaries, along with uh, some great performance by musical guests. More information about that to come, but go to houseseats.live to get your tickets. The proceeds will benefit Lyft. 
which uh, helps fight poverty in the U.S. And it's going to be up. If you can't make it that night, don't not buy a ticket because the, the show will be available uh, through the beginning of 2021. Our producer, Julian Burrell, who I'm very thankful for, hopes you're enjoying Turkey with your housemates and no one else. That's right. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. We're thankful for you, Mike. And James, I'm thankful for you as well. I didn't say it, but I am thankful for you. I'm thankful for you too, person, And we need more good people in the world. You're a good guy, and I always love having you on the show. Thank you. Likewise. Happy to be here. Well, thank you. Keep up with us all week long on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all those are in our show notes. And if you love what we do, show your thanks by hitting those five stars on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with all of your friends. And again, thank you so much to the MaxFun members who make this show possible with a portion of their recurring monthly contribution. And hey, we'd also be very thankful if you bought our t-shirt and wore it on your back or gave it to someone to wear on their back. And the front. That's the way a shirt works. <laughs> we'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. The 90s Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> Honestly, the fact that they're doing what if is like, I'm so into it. Yeah. Like being able to do. I don't remember if it's a cartoon or if it's live action. I don't care either way. I think it's a. I think it's animated. But being to able do to do a what if? Because yeah, because then you can get people's voices. That's mm. easy. It's like what if yeah. Iron Man was played by a much cheaper actor on a <laughs> weekly basis? <laughs> <laughs> what if the Avengers didn't have the same budget? <laughs> oh. That'd be amazing. So good. Low-budget Avengers? Like, what if everybody was puppets? What if it was all practical effects? (laughs) MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist-owned. Audience-supported.